This is Tuesday, August 9th. Not long ago, a doctor gave me a bit of information that I didn't believe until I checked it out and found it to be true. Do you know that people are more faithful at giving their dogs and cats prescribed medication than they are taking their own medications? <laughs> yes, it's true. Pet owners practice better care for their pets than themselves. Often we humans begin to feel better and so we stop taking our medication. We fail to follow through with the directions. Well, we are pretty good caregivers for our animals. Now, as we're learning about grace, how would it be if we were given the remedy for our sin and then returned to the very life that Jesus had rescued us from? It just wouldn't make sense. But this is often what we do. Here is Paul exhorting believers to live the life of grace. Our text is Romans chapter 6, verse 1 to 4. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Now if you look at Paul's reasoning in this part of the book of Romans, it makes perfect, perfect sense. Why would we keep living our lives for sin in sin if we've been forgiven and are set free? We think we must continue to carry on the same life patterns we've come to live. Before we couldn't stop sinning, but he says, now we can. Now we might think, how could that be possible? Well, first we've been forgiven for what we've done. Our sins, past, present, and future have been nailed to the cross. We can exit the pattern of sin and guilt that leads to death. We just don't have to live in it any longer. It has no ultimate power over us. We're not condemned. Paul says we have been baptized into Christ. Now here he's not talking about our water baptism, but he's talking about a complete identification with Christ that takes place when we come to faith. Everything, well, what it means is that everything that Jesus has becomes our own. Yes, his death becomes our own. We and our sinful past died with Jesus. Yes, whether you believe this or not, once you came to Christ, your sins were nailed to the cross. They belong to you no more. You are cleared of your guilt and forgiven for your sin. But Paul says it's more than that. You were buried with Christ. The life you live now is not like the life you had before. You have also been raised from the dead along with Jesus. Yes, once we lived in death, but that's no longer the case. We are now alive with Christ, brought from death to life. That is the way we're meant to go forward from here, living our new life in Christ, knowing that sin no longer holds us. I love the story taught by a teacher named Howard Hendricks. During the war, he was under, under the command and control of his commanding officer, but he speaks of a day when he was discharged from the military and he was no longer a soldier. 
He was leaving the building where his discharge orders were given, and he saw his old commanding officer there. He realized, well, he didn't have to salute him. He no longer had to obey his orders. It felt strange walking past this man without signaling his submission. But in truth, that man had no control or power over him. Now, Paul says, this is the situation we have with our sin and our sinful past. It used to command and control us, and sort of own us, you could say. But no longer. We are free. You see how his question makes sense? Why now would we want to obey it? Why would we give our lives to it when it no longer has power over us? Why would we want to return to living the way we did before we came to faith in Christ? Why have the medicine if we're not going to take it? Why not live our new raised up life given all that Jesus has done to provide it to us? I understand just as Howard Hendricks felt strange giving no obedience to the man that once ruled him. Now we find it difficult to believe that we don't have to keep living in the same patterns of sin. Maybe we wonder how we can ever escape those sins that have controlled our lives. This freedom all comes by faith in Jesus Christ. And we are going to look at how we make this shift in practice in our podcast tomorrow and going forward. Let's pray. Holy, holy, holy Lord. Lord, you are a God of light. In you there is no darkness at all. Enable us by your Holy Spirit to trust in the work of Jesus on our behalf and to live free today. For the sake of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.